Welcome to the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Bowles. The Dallas-Fort Worth area continues to be an incredible area for real estate investment. People are constantly curious and confused about where to begin and what to do. The Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast is designed to help bring you clarity in an ever-changing market. Welcome to the Dallas-Fort Worth Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Alicia Bowles. Now, the sign of a true professional in the real estate industry is someone who really understands the market and has their thumb on the pulse of anything that is changing and shifting. My guest today is a regular contributor to, let me get this right, Dallas Express paper. It's the people's paper, right? Yes, correct. Awesome. And D Magazine's top realtor in the Dallas area, Kyla Arts. So welcome to the show, Kyla. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm super excited to have you because not only do I completely agree with you and, you know, I've kind of learned a little bit about you recently and how much you stay on top of the market, but I'm the same way. I just passionately have a passion for helping people to understand what's going on in the market. And I would love to talk to you about that today if you're game. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Perfect. Okay. So let's just jump right in. First, you know, you've proven, you know, your articles that you share online, the things that you post, that you are very aware of the market. Why do you think that it is essential that agents know and understand their market? You know, I try to be as aware as I can. Things are moving and shifting so quickly um week by week it feels like anyway in the dallas market uh but i think it's super important for real estate agents to stay on top of what's happening in the market because if you're not you're doing a huge disservice to your clients Um, you need to be able to accurately and appropriately answer their questions and let them know what's going on in the market because if you're showing them homes or trying to list their home for sale um you need to know what's what's going on in the market so that they're aware and if you're not aware then they're not aware and it's just not a good situation to be in for either party okay so can you think of anything off the top of your head and if 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 you can't right now we'll circle back to it i know sometimes we have lots going on then we have a bright idea later but can you think of a time that you've either heard or personally experienced something that a client has suffered because their agent didn't know what was going on in the market Yes, I mean, quite a few instances. Um, when you've been in real estate a few years, you, you kind of start to see things. Um, but one instance in particular, I was actually a newly licensed real estate agent. This was year two. Um, and I was actually showing my buyer a condo. And, you know, condos are a lot different than a single family home. Uh, so I'm showing them a condo. And the information that the listing agent had actually uploaded for us, documents, HOA docs, things like that were actually all wrong, all invalid, all incorrect for this particular condo because the listing agent did not understand what type of documents the condominium needed um, in order for it to successfully resale. Um, And later on, we found out that the HOA could actually dictate who could or could not sell. So it ended up being a a huge kind of thing. We obviously didn't end up purchasing that condo, but I learned right off the bat that I needed to brush up on my condo skills 
Um, but also it was really sad because I felt like that listing agent did a huge disservice to their, their seller because they didn't know. So there's always, yeah, always yeah. double check, always make sure that you've got all the correct documents and that you're, you know, you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. And you're right on the, on the listing side, I can definitely see how that is so critical. And, you know, even a lot of times on the buyer side, I've heard of transactions where, you know, the buyer found out something later that even the seller didn't know. So they, of course, didn't tell the listing agent. Nobody knew it comes to light. It completely changes the game. So understanding the markets, you know, from that respect, I could see that big difference. So what resources do you utilize then to stay on top of the markets that you focus on? I'm a big numbers person. So for me personally, I like to see I like to see stats. Um, I want to know what's going up and what's coming down. And so for me to gather all of that data, um, I usually go into the MLS and I have it um, set right now, preset search where I can see all the active listings, um, all the pending ones, and all the closed ones. Those are really the three categories that I tend to focus on. Um, and I go seven days back. So I will every week kind of keep a look at those. Now, the ones that I post on social media go 30 days back because I feel like 30 days, a good solid month, gives you a really good overview of what the market's doing. If I were to do it every week, there's just, you know, too much going on. So a solid month, I feel like is more accurate than a week. So I utilize the MLS. It gives us great tools um, to be able to go on there and see what our market is doing. And then another one is I just go to the MyMetroTex. Um, website and I go on there and they preload the statistics on there. Oop, just lost mic. They preload the statistics on there for you and you can actually see uh, what the market is doing with a quarterly housing reports, uh, things like that. Okay, so I love what you said about how every week you're looking at it because you want to know intimately what the changes are on a week-by-week basis. But when you're putting that out to the public or to clients, you're looking at the whole month. So you have a little bit more of a reference point. I think that's brilliant. I really like that. Now, is that something you've always done or did you find over time that that just kind of was a progression you made as far as your knowledge versus public knowledge? It was definitely a progression, you know, year one through year four. Um, I didn't just kind of hit the ground running thinking, oh, I'm going to use this and this and this. Like you're still exploring what tools are available to you. You're still learning what potential buyers and sellers want to know. Um, so you're, you're still learning what it is you want to do and how you want to basically work your craft, basically. Um, so I have not been doing this the whole time. I probably just started doing it a few years ago. When I first started off, I was doing it every week. And then I realized that the market was just kind of so volatile every from week to week that I really needed to give it a good month to kind of settle. Um, so I started kind of doing that the last few years. Okay. So if a brand new agent was coming into the market and they got to jump ahead of your learning curve that take you took you a few years to do, would you suggest that this is something that they implement into their routine and expertise right away? I would, um, because there are so many real estate agents in the DFW Metrotex, so many. Uh, and I feel like you're constantly trying to do things to make yourself stand apart. You know, you put five people in a room, three of those five are probably going to be real estate agents. So you kind of want to know what is going to make you stand apart from yourself. And not everyone is giving statistics or analyzing the market, or giving updates. Uh, so I feel like, yes, that would definitely be something that 
if I were mentoring a new agent that I would highly, highly recommend because it's going to show that they have knowledge and it's going to show that they're keeping up with the market, which I feel like is what most buyers and sellers are looking for. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that as well. So in that regards, then what specifically, as far as what's happening in the market, do you think is the most important, right? Because we've got lots of market statistics and we've talked up to this part of, you know, in a very vague way. So let's bring it in a little more laser and say, what do those market statistics look like? What exactly should we be looking for and communicating? Yeah. So, you know, we just came out of a market that was insane, completely aggressive, home selling for way over asking price, you know, you're waiving your your right to, to do your inspections and your option period and all that kind of stuff. And you're basically at the end of the day, just lucky that you got into a home, right? Um, yes. And we just came out, we just came out of that. And some people are all for it, like me. Um, and then other people are kind of like, wait, what? Am, what's going on? Wait a minute. You know, they're, they're kind of sticker shock, right? Um, and then you've got other people, mainly the sellers that are kind of like, oh, you know, we, we missed, we missed the frenzy. Um, so right now, what is really important is to know that the market has shifted. And I keep getting asked a lot, Kyla, is the market slowing down? And my answer is always a two part answer. And that is because yes, it's slowing down from the last two years. But no, we're not, you know, it, it's not going backwards, right? We're going back to what the market was, you know, 2018, 2019 before the pandemic hit. So Mm -hmm. we're going back to a normal DFW market. And I think that a lot of people got so accustomed to the super low interest rates um, and got so accustomed for the sellers anyway, um, getting into bidding wars on every property. They got so used to that that they still expect that. And I think people need to realize now that the days on market for a home just keep climbing. You know, they're, they're going up. Gone are the days that a home goes under contract in a few hours or a day. Um, and I think that that's kind of just kind of some people's heads are still spinning from that information right now. No, I agree. And I like to kind of talk about that as a micro season, right? Because it's not normal. It was very abnormal. And it was this window that we had. And if I'm a numbers girl like you, I like to know the market statistics, understand numbers. I always say that's what makes me a really good lender because I love to play with numbers and watch the numbers. Um, but it makes a good realtor as well. If you look at the trajectory, right, just like you said, this was a moment in time where it was a frenzy. And if you take that frenzy out, the market was pretty steady. You know, it has retracted from the frenzy, but it hasn't retracted from the regular trajectory. Would you agree? I agree. Um, You know, when I post my stats and and people are seeing, oh, well, it's down, you know, X amount of homes from the last 30-day post that you did. Yes, but as a whole, you know, Dallas County, we're still up 28% from from where we were. It's huge. So we're, we're still climbing. We are still growing. It's just, it's not in excess to what it was the last two years. And I think people, instead of looking at the bigger picture, they're just looking at, oh my gosh, what's going on this week right now? And it's like, no, 28% is still a huge, huge growth. We are still considered one of the top housing markets here. It's just right now, you know, 
it's a market correction and it's not correcting for the worst. It, it's correcting to, to what it was and, and what DFW has been for quite a while now. Normalcy, right? Like it's just getting Correct. back to normal, which is great. Correct. And people got <laughs> so <laughs> used to the craziness. Yeah, I, I needed it. I think all of us real estate agents, you know, needed it. We're, we're coming up for air right now. Yes. Well, and, and <laughs> I, I think know. that we're able to bring people back to the market that really had to sit back, right? I personally, and you know, well, maybe this is a better question for you instead of what I see, what you see. There's people coming back to the market that haven't been able to buy during that frenzy. Who are those people that are coming back into the market that you're seeing? I'm seeing people coming, and my, my, myself personally, I've got clients that, you know, decided to hold off that are just now coming back to the market too. So I'm, I'm dealing with that as well. Um, but I am seeing all kinds of people coming back. Um, I would like to say, oh, I'm noticing it in a certain price point or a certain area, um, but I'm not. It is really all across the board. Interesting. Because if you really, yeah, because if you really look at it and you get down to it and you do the math, yes, interest rates are higher than what they were, but they're still within the realm of normalcy. Um, you know, it's still there. And I'm seeing those people that lost out on 7, 10, 15 offers on homes and those people that watch, watch their dream home essentially just sell before their eyes over and over and over again, finally coming back with kind of a light in their eye and, you know, light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing because they can actually feel like they're going to get a home now. Not every home is a bidding war. Not every home right. is a multiple offer. They're walking into these homes with hope, like, hey, this I can actually get this house now, uh, which is a really great feeling because as a real estate agent, um, you know, it broke our hearts too, over and over and over again, having to tell our clients, hey, you know, unfortunately, you didn't get this offer because you were against 35 other offers. So yeah. I, I, I am very much liking this current market. And I think my buyers are too. I think so. And I think it's really perfect to have this today and to encourage people that are out there. You know, we get a lot of agents that will use this as a reference on their podcast, which is why we talk to people like you that are, you know, they're just at the top of their game and they understand and they can share their best practices. And for them to understand the importance of knowing the market, because it is about preparing those buyers and sellers for what to expect. And especially when you can bring people back, first-time home buyers, you know, veterans that weren't getting their offers accepted or any any government loan for that matter, people that needed seller credit, you know, I'm seeing all of those things return and an agent that truly understands that that's the market we're going back into of normalcy can prepare that seller accordingly and bring those buyers back to that hope that you mentioned because hope is is so important to us accomplishing anything. So, well, since you Definitely. talked a little bit about you know, kind of the the forecasting and, and what's coming. What do you see for the Dallas-Fort Worth area in 2023? Well, what I'm seeing and, and what I'm hoping for um, is that 2023, hopefully most people will kind of be over the whole shock value of everything. Um, they'll start to understand, hey, this is now the normal market. We're going back to DFW's average uh, market. And, and these are this is how things are going to be, and people can move forward. Right now, we're kind of in this really weird transitional phase where people are still kind of just very confused. They're scared. They don't understand. Um, and because of that, they're they're frozen. 
they, they don't want to buy, they don't want to sell, they're just going to wait it out to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And so in 2023, I think people are going to start to realize, hey, okay, this is what it is. This is the new market and we can work with this now that we understand it. Let's go. Okay. So hopefully yeah. that's, that's what's coming for 2023. We're going to stick with that hope because I like it. Yeah. Now, what would you yeah. say? Because fear, right? Fear does stop people. And there's a lot of fear, fear of what's going to happen to the economy, fear of what's going on with interest rates, fear as people get back to pricing homes normally, right? The audience that's out there is seeing price reductions, thinking crash when it's really, no, these are just, you know, prices getting back to a, a normalcy. So what's your messaging to buyers and sellers to get out of that fear and find that hope? I would say don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, there's one thing to get online and read a bunch of articles and, and watch the news and you hear a bunch of things and, and people tend to get really scared. There's another thing to actually get out there and look at homes and talk to a local real estate agent to see what is going on. You know, and, and to your point of seeing all of these price drops online, yeah, if I was someone that wasn't in the real estate world or didn't have a real estate um friend or someone that I could talk to. And all I was doing was just seeing all these price drops, you know, online, I would be really scared too. I would think, wow, I don't know what is going on. But these price drops are happening because sellers are not accurately, it's actually two reasons. One, they're not accurately listing their property from day one. Or two, the market has moved so quickly that they may have been appropriately listed day one, but they're kind of having to move with traffic, right? So if next door neighbor just sold their home and it it dropped the value, then you've got to kind of come down and match that as well. So those are the two reasons that you're seeing a lot of those price drops out there. But people just really need to not be afraid to ask questions to kind of see what's going on because there is a lot more to it than just, oh, we're in a recession because we're not. Because when you look at the numbers in the background, we are still climbing. So agents that are listening, biggest takeaway here. You need to understand all of this so that you can answer those questions, right? Because if, if the way to take care of a buyer and seller is to let them ask these questions, to keep them in the market and keep them hopeful, you've got to be able to answer those. So that was fantastic. I love it. I've take, I know we went a little over time today and I've loved every minute of it. Your information is super valuable. Where can people find you? if they want to ask you those questions or they want to learn those best practices that we talked about today? Yeah, I post most all of my stuff um, on social media. So Instagram, and then I've got a personal Facebook and a business Facebook just at Kyla L Arts. Hopefully it'll be linked somewhere in this because yes. um, I know it's not the easiest we'll, we'll to spell. <laughs> um, <but laughs> then also my contact information should be in this and they can text me or email me too. But a lot of my videos, Perfect. a lot of my blogs, social media. Awesome. Okay. Well, professionals like you are an absolute value, invaluable to this industry. And I'm glad that we have you in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Listen, I like to close out with a little bit of fun, take the pressure off of all that, you know, big conversation. So this is a little bit of a just rapid fire fun question. So first and foremost, what is your favorite thing about Texas? The (laughs) Tex-Mex. I love (laughs) Tex-Mex food. (laughs) So good. So good. All right. Pet peeve. People that are not on time. Okay. Huge pet peeve. (laughs) I slid in at the minute today, I promise. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, your number one favorite hobby. 
Uh, going to the movie theater. Love watching movies. Oh, me too. Me too. Okay. Selfishly, my favorite question, best loan officer quality. Uh, response time. And that's a two part thing. I need them to work my hours. So I need them to respond on the weekends. There's no nine to five. And if so, you're probably not going to be a lender for me or my clients are one that I'm probably going to recommend. So I need them to work nights, evenings, and weekends, just like me. And I need them to respond at least same day. All right. And number one piece of real estate advice. You can choose the audience, just your best piece of advice. My best piece of advice is listen to your real estate agent, both on the buy and the list side. If you're listing and they're showing you comps and they're they're showing you what a home should be priced for, do not think that you know more than they do, please. Um, look at the numbers, please listen, just listen to them and make sure that your home is priced accurately. And on the buy side, please also listen to your real estate agent when, when they are guiding you towards, you know, either a good or maybe a not so great home. As long as you've sought out that well-informed professional, right? (laughs) Correct. Correct. Just make sure you have someone that's in your corner and that's, you know, not necessarily there just for a sale, but is actually there to make sure that you're making a good investment, a smart investment. Wonderful. Well, thank you again so much today for being on the podcast. This is everything Dallas, Fort Worth and real estate related buyers, sellers and agents. You know, they come here and get great information. You've definitely given it to us today. So thank you. All right. Thank you so much for having me.